I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Crisis at the border. Immigration still an issue. Headlines say we can't make much progress. But the question is, what do we really need when it comes to our immigration policy? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So it is time to think again when it comes to immigration, where we are, what's happening. Of course, there's been a a lot of chatter and clamor of late over uh, the crisis at the border, and it is clearly a crisis at the border. And what does that do? What does that mean? And the challenges that it represents and presents in terms of actually getting immigration reform done, it makes it difficult. I think everyone in Congress realizes that the the higher the temperature on the border, uh, the harder it is to get things passed. There are a number of things uh, being pitched in Congress right now. Uh, Of course, uh, the DACA recipients, those uh, young people who came here as children, uh, you know, really with no choice. Uh, what is the path forward for them? There's some interesting bills around that. Uh, but there's also an interesting bill dealing with farm workers. And as always is the case, uh, I always want to do a quick check to make sure that uh, what's being done is actually what is needed. <laughs> Sometimes members of Congress think uh, they have a uh, solution before they figure out what the problem is. And so for us, the ultimate inside source to figure out what is needed is to go to our good friend, Ron Gibson, who's the president of the Utah Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, Ron, as we as we look at this, what is it that agriculture really needs or need? What should we know about uh, the needs in terms of immigration reform? Well, thank you. I think that the most important thing that we need in agriculture is just a reliable workforce and um you know, we we adapt to technology and agriculture just like every other industry. We we can, you know, we try to do so many things with technology, but, you know, it's pretty hard to pick a tomato with a machine. And um, it's pretty hard to um, pick and sort through that produce with the machine. And a lot of the work with the livestock and that kind of things, those are, those are things that have to be done by people. Yeah. And... Um, it's it's very important that we have those farm workers for sure. Yeah. And as you look at those workers, so many of them uh, really are coming here to work. Uh, they they are figuring out a way to provide for themselves and for their families. Uh, many of them are not coming here, you know, for baseball, apple pie and, you know, those kinds of things. They're, they're really coming here for the job. And what is it that you see from your perspective in terms of how should we work that? How do we make sure that, that our farmers and, and ranchers have a reliable workforce, as you said, Ron, and uh, how, do, how do we move that part of it forward? Well, um, you know, both parties have, have really 
been slackers and not done their job on this issue. And we can see that. We can see that with the border right now. We have to have workers here to help us do this, do this kind of work that many people don't want to do here in America. Um, the reality of it is, is we need to make sure that we know who the people are coming, who they are, and we need to be able to track and make sure we know who's here and what their purpose is. Um, the the bill that's in the in Congress right now that passed the House is called the Workforce Modernization Act, and um, what it does is it gives it gives people that have been here working on a farm for five years or more um, a path to get a green card, and um, and that's probably a good thing. Um, what it also does is then it takes away um the current visa structure that we have for agricultural workers and puts a cap on those visas to 20,000 and 10,000 of those go to the dairy industry and 10,000 go to everybody else right now the dairy industry isn't able to have uh agricultural workers that come from other countries because they are not a seasonal job. And the only access to farm workers that we have today under the current structure is for seasonal workforce. So any of our livestock operations across the country don't have the ability to get those workers. So the biggest challenge that we have with what Congress is doing with workforce modernization is that that 10,000 is a total guess. Like nobody knows how many workers we're going to need in the dairy industry or in or in in the rest of agriculture and so we're afraid that congress is going to go through this great big thing and they haven't they haven't addressed the ag workforce situation for over 30 years we're going to go through this great big process and when we get done we're going to be in worse shape than we were in before because we're going to have a cap on the visa limits and we're not going to have enough workers to provide the food to feed America. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's my big worry in all of this is the the caps uh, and the cap system. We, I mean, we've seen the same thing with H-1B visas in, in terms of just these arbitrary yep. caps on different countries. And, you know, yep. why can we only have so many, even if everyone's qualified in this country, how can we can only have, you know, 500 of them uh, when they're all qualified to, to do that? And uh, unfortunately, I think this is another one of those uh, fire ready aim uh, bills from Congress that, again, has a great name. <laughs> Uh, it could talk about on the high level, great, uh, but of course the the proof is in the the details of of all of this. And uh, Ron, we really appreciate you joining us today. Some great insight, and uh, we're going to have you back as we follow this through the process. And uh, hopefully, this will not be one more instance where those dreaded words uh, "I'm from the government and I'm here to help" uh, come into play. Let's hope Congress gets it right. Well, thank you. And, you know, all we really need to do to do that is let the states themselves decide how many visas they need. Yeah. You know, Utah, let, let the Utah government decide how many visas they need here for agriculture. Let us communicate that way. You shouldn't have the federal government making those kind of decisions all the way across the country. Yeah. To me, that's the biggest problem in our in our whole immigration system today. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, so thank and, you. Oh, no, thank you, Ron. That's Ron Gibson. Uh, Always appreciate his perspective, but that's the kind of federalism that we're talking about. Uh, put this to the states. They'll know what they need. They'll know how to do it. They'll administrate it better, 
uh, and we'll make sure that our farmers and ranchers have the workforce they need to make sure they can continue to deliver that food and fiber that we all need right here in the country. So with that, again, it's just one more great example of something coming out of Washington uh, is not necessarily going to meet the right needs. Uh, These artificial caps are always questionable. They always cause problems. They rarely help us get the right talent, the best talent uh, that we need in this country. And that there are people willing to do the work and are prepared to do the work. And if we can create space, it's going to be a big boost to our farmers and ranchers and those who uh, do some of the really hard stuff that makes the rest of our lives much, much better. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.